اللهم صل على الحبيب محمد يا رب صل عليه وسلم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الواحد الأحد الفرد الصمد الذي لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه أبدا سرمدا حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه وجزيل نعمائه وكمال جماله وجلاله والصلاة على أشرف أنبيائه محمد الطيب الطاهر الصادق الأمين المبعوث رحمة للعالمين وعلى آله وأهل بيته وأزواجه المطهرين الأكرمين الأبرار المصطفين وعلى أصحابه الميامين الصالحين وعلى التابعين لهم وإيانا معهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين برحمتك وجودك وكرمك يا أرحم الراحمين On the reality of أهل بيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم اللهم إني أشهدك أنني أحبك فاغفر لي تقصيري في محبتك اللهم إني أشهدك أني أحب نبيك صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر لي تقصيري في محبته اللهم إني أشهدك أني أحب أهل بيت نبيك صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر لي تقصيري في محبتهم اللهم إني أشهدك أني أحب صحابة نبيك صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر لي تقصيري في محبتي إياهم One time a man came to سيدنا الحسن ابن سيدنا علي وابن مولاتنا فاطمة رضي الله تعالى عنهم أجمعين بنت سيد الأولين والآخرين بنت أحب خلق الله إلى الله أم أبيها سيدة نساء العالمين came to him رحمه الله تعالى ورضي الله عنه عليه سلام الله 
and said to him, that is to Sayyidina Al-Hasan, Inna Aba Dharrin yaqul that Abu Dharr radiallahu ta'ala anhu says, Al-Faqru ahabbu ilayya min al-ghina wa-saqamu ahabbu ilayya min al-sahha that Sayyiduna Abu Bakr Abu Dharr radiallahu ta'ala anhu says that Poverty is more beloved to me than richness, than wealth. And disease is more beloved to me than health. He replied, that is Sayyiduna Al-Hasan, alayhi radhwanullahi wa salamu. Rahimallahu Aba Dharr, may Allah bless the soul of Abu Dharr. As to me, as to me, I say the following. Man ittakala ala husni ikhtiyari allahi lahu lam yatamanna shay'a. Amma ana fa'akul man ittakala ala husni ikhtiyari allahi lahu لم يتمنى شيئا وهذا حد الوقوف على الرضا بما تصرف به القضاء which means as to myself I say whosoever relies upon the beautiful choice of Allah of Allah for him or her that person wishes for nothing And that is the ultimate and the optimum in standing at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has eternally decreed. The life of Ahlul Bayt Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam wa alayhi musalam and the life of Al Hassan alayhi radhwanullah ta'ala wa salamu. And Al-Husayn alayhi salamullahi wa ridwanuh wa Fatima alayha ridwanullahi wa salamuh wa Ali alayhi ridwanullahi wa salamuh wa radiyallahu anil sahabati ajma'een Their lives depicts this essence and especially Mawlana wa Sayyidana Al-Hasan alayhi ridwanullahi ta'ala In one of his beautiful dua that he learned in a dream when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam came to him in a dream. And he, that is Sayyiduna Mawlana al-Hasan alayhi ridwanullahi wasalamu, complained to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam lack of want. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in that dream taught him to say a dua instead of turning to anything created, taught him to say a dua at his level, alayhi radhwanullahi ta'ala wa salamuh. Of that dua, it beautifully says, Allahumma, iqdhif fi qalbi raja'ak. Ya Allah, inject into my heart hope in you.
واقطع عمن سواك رجائي and sever my hope in anything except you in anything in anyone except you واقطع عمن سواك رجائي حتى لا أرجو أحدا غيرك until I shall reach a condition in which I have no hope in anyone in anything except in you اللهم وما ضعفت عنه قوتي وقصر عنه عملي ولم تنته إليه رغبتي ولم تبلغه مسألتي ولم يجر على لساني مما أعطيت أحدا من الأولين والآخرين من اليقين فخصني به يا رب العالمين الله أكبر look at this the essence of this of this human being of this noble representative of the noble household of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Oh Allah, the meaning of which is something like this. Oh Allah, whatever my strength was not strong enough to reach, to attain, whatever and whatever my deeds and my actions and my resources were unable to achieve and to reach and whatever even that which my desire didn't even reach I didn't even think about it or feel it as a desire or that which my mas'ala my asking of you for it never happened and did not run on my tongue of what? What is he asking Allah Azza wa Yaqeen. Bardul yaqeen. Of certitude. Of the refreshing coolness in the heart of a human being in general and a mu'min in particular. The refreshing coolness of the certitude in Allah. In who he is. In his awareness. In his will. In his knowledge. In his power. In his wisdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the home of the hereafter, grant me that yaqeen. The yaqeen, he says, that yaqeen which <clears throat> you granted anyone, if you granted anyone of your creatures of the very first and of the, or of the very last, please give it to me as a special gift from you فخصني به O Lord of the worlds يا رب العالمين حسين حسن رضي الله تعالى عنه أرضاه فاطمة الزهراء radiant the beautiful عليها رضوان الله وسلامه used to be known as of her titles as أم أبيها the mother of her father in the sense of her of her compassion of her, of her love or her kindness uh, in ways that are very very special towards her father Sayyiduna wa Mawlana wa Sayyidul Khalqi Ajma'een sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi 
ajma'in. She used to, when he sometimes visits her, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when she visits her, he visits her, she was sitting, she stands up, she comes to him and holds his hand and kisses his hand and gets him to sit next to her, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And when she comes and visits him and enters his household, he stands up, holds his hand, kisses her hand and gets her to sit next to him. Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. His, his hub for her, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, was very, very special. Very, very special indeed. Our ulama of hadith, radiallahu ta'ala anhum wa arzahum, the likes of Imam Muslim and Imam Ahmed and so on, relate in that famous incident of al-kisa' that he sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam gathered a Sayyida Fatimata radiyallahu ta'ala anha wa ardaha wa Sayyida Aliyan radiyallahu ta'ala anhu wa ardaha wa Sayyida wa al-Mawla al-Hasan wa Sayyida wa al-Mawla al-Husayn radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma wa alayhuma salamullah he gathered them in his household and laid upon them a kisa' mantle of his and says Ya Allah Allahumma ha'ula'i ahlu bayti Allahumma ha'ula'i ahlu bayti fadhib anhum al-rijsa wa tahirhum tathira Ya Allah these are members of my household please keep away from them that which is spiritual and moral filth and cleanse them indeed a serious cleansing because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did that and promised that and intended that as was recited so beautifully a moment ago in the ayat of Surah Al-Ahzab that Allah intends for the household of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam just that, the cleansing and the purification, their wealth, their specialness, their gifts, their treasures from Allah is the cleanliness of their souls and of their hearts, the purity of their essence and the purity of their persons. In this ayah that was recited, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that ayah of the Qur'an speaks of the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From the beginning of that ayah till the end of many ayat later, Ya Nisa al-Nabiyyi and so on until he says, Ya Nisa al-Nabiyyi, O wives of the Nabiyyi. لَسْتُنَّكَ أَحَدٍ مِّنَ النِّسَاءِ إِنِ اتَّقَيْتُنْ فَلَا تَخْضَعْنَا بِالْقَوْلِ فَيَطْمَعَ الَّذِي فِي قَلْبِهِ مَرَضٌ وَقُلْنَا قَوْلًا مَعْرُوفًا وَقَرْنَا فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّا وَلَا تَبَرَّجْنَا تَبَرُّجَ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ الْأُولَى All of these are expressions of speaking to feminine in plural by Allah Azza wa Jal and these are 
the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa aqimna salata again wa aqimna salata wa atina zakata wa ati'na Allah wa rasulahu and in that same ayah he said innama yuridu Allah liyuthiba ankum rijsa ahla albayti wa yutahirakum tathira Allah wills for you O ahlul bayt and he's addressing whom here the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam from the beginnings of those ayat until the end Allah intends to remove rijs from you O ahlul bayt Rasulullah and he calls the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam ahlul bayt ahlul bayt they are ahlul bayt al-nubuwwah ahlul bayt Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wasallam and they are of ahlu bayti Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wasallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the wife ummuna our mother Sara the wife of sayyiduna wa maulana Ibrahim alayhi salatullahi wa salamuhu in that in the surah in the Quran in surah Hud I believe when he subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the wife of Sayyidina Ibrahim al-Khalil as she is amazed at the glad tidings that the angels bring to Sayyidina Ibrahim about having a son at an old age and she is amazed at Ajab the angels address her and tell her Ata'jabina min amrillah Rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu alaykum ahlal bayt innahu hamidun majid ata'jabina min amrillah they address the woman the wife the mother alayha ridwanullahi wa salamu are you amazed about the matter of Allah azza wa jal Allah does what he pleases Allah creates from nothing that's amrullah it should not surprise you and he, they address her ahl al-bayt ahl al-bayt innahu hamidun majid allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the quran an nabiyu awla bil mu'minina min anfusihim an nabi takes precedence over every mu'min and every muslim precedence over me precedence over my father my mother my love my my priorities my most dearest and most powerful attachments my preferences my priorities everything and nabiyu awla bil mu'minina min anfusihim and he continues azawajal wa azwajuhu ummahatuhum and their wives are their mothers every believer from the quran says the mothers the, the wives of rasulullah sallallahu are my mothers my mothers and i love them as name more than i love my mother for allah says wa azwajuhu ummahatuhum subhanahu wa ta'ala their wives are their mothers 
وَلَا تُؤْذُوا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Says Allah Azza wa Jal elsewhere in the Quran. وَلَا تُؤْذُوا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Do not hurt Rasulullah. And hurt not only can be physical, but emotional, psychological, in one's honor, in one's dignity, in one's family, in one's household. وَلَا تُؤْذُوا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Do not hurt the feelings and do not hurt Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You hurt me by hurting my son. You hurt me by hurting my daughter. You hurt me by hurting my mother, my father. You hurt me by hurting my wife. You hurt me by hurting, if you're a woman, my husband. وَلَا تُؤْذُوا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ وَلَا تَنْكِحُوا أَزْوَاجَهُ مِنْ بَعْدِهِ أَبَدًا And do not marry his wives after him, that is after he dies, after he dies, they are his wives. Do not marry his wives because they are his wives. And the Quran says that. Ahlu bayti, Rasulillahi, sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. sallam. I come back to Sayyidati wa Mawlati, Ummi. Fatima to Ummi Abiha. وعليها السلام الله ورضوانه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم as he also identified her and her sons and her husband as his household as of his household صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم she as a سيدة عائشة أم المؤمنين the mother of the believers of the mothers of the believers alayha ridwanullahi wa salamuh she is one who when asked who was most beloved to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this is related by ulama rahimahullah ta'ala she answered Fatima look at the hub of Aisha to Fatima عليها السلام الله وعليهما رضوان الله عائشة عليها رضوان الله relates when she was asked who was most beloved to رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم she answers فاطمة من النساء من قبل النساء amongst women it was فاطمة ومن الرجال زوجها and of men her husband And she says, and I knew him, Aisha saying, Sawaman Qawama. He was always a fasting man and always one in prayers, standing in prayers to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no contradiction between when others Asked Rasulullah about the most beloved, he says, Aisha amongst women and Abu Bakr amongst men, there is no inconsistency with that. When you have hub, hub, 
for your son, for your daughter? Does it mean you do not have hub for your wife? Is the hub for your wife the same in nature as the hub for your daughter? They are different in quality. They are different in essence. The hub of a wife is different than the hub of a daughter, of a son. And yes, الزهراء فاطمة أمنا وحبيبة نبينا صلى الله عليه وسلم was the most beloved in that sense of Ahlul Bayt, of daughter, than any other woman. And Aisha عليها رضوان الله تعالى بعد خديجة عدي عليها رضوان الله تعالى of those who were living was the most beloved of his wives. Abu Bakr was the most beloved in that other sense to him وسلم, amongst other than those most special of his household and Ali Mawlana was of his household. He sees Al-Hassan and Al-Hussein. And remember, when they both died, I'm sorry, when he died, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Al-Hassan and Al-Hussein were how old? One perhaps six, the other one seven years old. And remember when he says, of what he says about them, of hub for them, imagine when he said that, in that age, and that simply teaches us, alhamdulillah, there is absolutely no inconsistency whatsoever between the mahabba of Rasulullah for his household, the noble, dignified household, and those outside of his household of his companions, all of them. So, he says, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, about al-Hassan and al-Hussein alayhima ridwanullahi wa sallamu, Allahumma inni uhibbuhuma, remember them, think about them children. But yes, that his hub projects into the future, because once he says, I have hub, it is not, it cannot be different, it will not change. He will not say, I have hub, that most noble of expression and of feeling to someone who in the future will be a hated one. No. When he says it, it's firm, it remains. Ikraman linabiyina sallallahu alayhi wa alihi sahbihi wasallam. So he says, Allahumma inni uhibbuhuma fa'ahibbahuma. Oh Allah, I have hub for both of them, Al-Hassan and Al-Hussein. Ya Allah, have hub for them, please. He says about Al-Hassan and similar thing about Al-Hussein, alayhim as-salam, Allahumma inni uhibbuhu fa'ahibbahu wa'ahibba man yuhibbuhu. Oh Allah, I have hub for him, please. Have hub for him, 
and help for those who have help for him. Sayyiduna Abu Hurairah rahimahullah ta'ala wa radiyallahu ta'ala and used to say related by many ulama on different occasions after that is Rasulullah sallallahu passed away فَمَا رَأَيْتُ الْحَسَنَ إِلَّا دَمَعَتْ Whenever I see Al-Hasan tears overwhelm my my eyes he sees him once and he says please ya mawlai al-hasan and he calls him mawlai wa sayyidi yes the sahabi abu huraira calls sayyidana al-hasan sayyidi wa mawlai there are hadith about that about rasulullah sallallahu and from the sahaba ridwanullah ta'ala anhum wa ardahum he says to him Ya Sayyidi, please allow me to kiss the part in you which Rasulullah kissed and laid his noble lips upon that part. And he's a young man. Of course, Sayyiduna Abu Huraira is older and Sayyiduna Al-Hasan is a young, strong man and he removes his upper shirt because that part, and he knew Sayyiduna Abu Huraira was his surah, his navel. And he kisses it. He lays his lips where, number one, Rasulullah laid his lips on Al-Hassan when he was a child. Alayhi salamullahi wa ridwanu. And, and tabarruk and seeking the barakah of whom Rasulullah the relic of Rasulullah the effect of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam said he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam related by Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu arwah as reported by Imam Ahmed and Al-Hakim fil Mustadrak and others rahimahumullahu ta'ala man ahabbahuma that is both Al-Hasan and Al-Husayn man ahabbahuma faqad ahabbani who has hub for them, has hub for me. وَمَنْ أَبْغَضَهُمَا فَقَدْ أَبْغَضَنِي And who hates them, has hated me. أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ وَنَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنْ شَرِّ الْمَآبِ Who loves them, both of them, has loved me. Who hates any one of them, has hated me. Said he, sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, sallam, أحب الله لما يغذوكم من نعمه وأحبوني بحب الله وأحب أهل بيتي لحبي have hub for Allah on account that is at least, at least, if we are not so conscious about divine beauty and majesty, if we're not so conscious about having hub for Him, for who He is, have hub for Allah on account at least of what He bestows upon you, of His favors and His gifts. 
and his merciful love and loving mercy and bounties internal and external have help for Allah and have help for me for me by the help for Allah See, even he says, have help for me within the channel of your help for Allah. By that help, have help for me, or also it means at a deeper level, by the help of Allah for me, have help for me. And have help for Ahli Bayti, for my household, my household, that is my wives. My Hassan, my Hussein, my Ali, my Fatima, my Khadija, and have hub for them by your hub for me. By your hub for me, have hub for them. Hub is beautiful, hub is noble, hub is rare, hate is prevalent, hate is easy. Sayyida Shababi Ahli Jannah, all of you should know that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said about them and gave them the glad tidings because an angel visited Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. All of these are authentic hadith, an angel that was very special and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is exposed to angelic dimensions constantly. His maqam, his ahwal, sallallahu alayhi wa are beyond, beyond the maqamat and the ahwal of the greatest and the nearest of awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And only those would know the status truly spiritual of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Special angels visit him and one most special visited him and informed him that both Hassan and Hussein are Sayyida Shababi Ahlil Jannah. They are the paragons, the Sayyids of the youth of Jannah. Alayhima Salatullahi wa Salamu. أنا حرب لمن حاربكم وسلم لمن سالمكم said he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about both of them as related by Imam Ahmad in his Musnad and Al-Tabarani and many others like Imam Al-Hakim who also authenticated this hadith said it is Hassan and Wafaqahu al-Zahabi rahimahullah ta'ala for those of you who know these technical words about hadith criticism it is related that he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ana Harbun Liman Harabakum. I am war against those who wage war against you. Wasilmun Liman Salamakum. And I am peace for those who offer you peace. Sallallahu Alaihi wa alihi wa sahbihi wasallam. Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu ardah used to especially love both of them. And he used to, after the passing away of their father Sayyiduna Aliyun radiallahu ta'ala anhu wa ardah wa maulana, 
he used to give them like he used to give to their father from Baytul Mal the same amount as though it was their father. 5,000 dirhams to both Hassan and Hussein as though Al Hassan and Hussein were Ali radiallahu ta'ala as though Al Hassan and Hussein attended both the battle of Badr. Radiallahu ta'ala anhum wa ardahum. Sayyiduna Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu wa ardah when he went to visit the Sayyidah wal Mawlatana Fatima al Zahra when she was ill, alayha ridwanullahi wa salamu, and she first uh, was addressed by Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu ardah and said, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu ardah asks, to see you, to visit you, would you allow him? Look at the adab of visitations. And he's a mahram, a non-mahram to her. She said, Fatima al-Zahra says to Sayyiduna Ali, atuhibbu dhalik? Look at this moral awareness and haya awareness. She said, would you like that? To her husband. He says, Naam. Yes, she says, then allow him. And he enters to visit her, alayha ridwanullahi wa Because she lived only about six months at most, in course to reports, after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And she knew that. For when he was dying, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, and leaving this world, in that moment when he was sick before death had come upon him few days before, he calls Fatima al-Zahra and asks her to approach him and whispers something in her ears. She cries. And he whispers another thing in her ears and she laughs and she rejoices later on a sayyida aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha arbaha ummuna asks her billahi alayk later on after he passed away sallallahu alayhi wasallam please tell me what happened at that moment where did he die sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the house his household in the room of Sayyida Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha wa ardaha in her lap in accordance to the ulama of hadith rahimahullahu ta'ala jami'an and look at this mahabba and look at this special relationship and she tells Fatima alayha salamullahi wa ridwanuhu ummi wa ummuna also ummu nabiyina in that metaphorical beautiful sense ummu abiha rather what did he tell you? Please tell me. Because she wouldn't tell anybody before his death. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. She then confided to her that, that that first moment when he whispered into my ear and I and I cried, he informed me that Allah will take him during this illness. It's decided he will go to Allah during this illness. She cried. Second, he told, he told her two things. 
and you will be the one of my household who will first join me. And you are the Sayyida of Nisa'i هذه الأمة أو العالمين. And you are the Sayyida of women of the worlds or of women of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. So she, he allows her to enter. He allows him to enter. She allows Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu ardah to enter to visit her and sallam alayha wa taraddaha and he sought her pleasure and her satisfaction. Look at the relationship between this Sahabi, this Jalil of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum ardahum ajami'an wa mawlatina Fatima al-Zahra radiallahu ta'ala anha in her last moments. And he says, Wallahi, and he addresses her of what he said, Wallahi, ma tarakna al-dara wal-ahla wal-dara wal-mala wal-ahla wal-ashirata illa abtigha'an لمرضات الله ورسوله وابتغاء مرضاتكم أهل بيت رسول الله هكذا he addresses her رضي الله تعالى عنه أرضاه related by our علماء رحمهم الله تعالى جميعا that by Allah we have not forsaken I have not forsaken my homes and my wealth and my own family, and my own people, except for the sake of Allah, and for the sake of His Rasul, the pleasure of Allah, the pleasure of His Rasul, and your pleasure, O Ahl Bayt Rasulillah. And your pleasure, O household of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Al-Hasan wal-Husayn alayhim as-salam, each one of them was very special, with special gifts and special personalities, both worthy of the most dignified status of the noble household of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Perhaps to summarize this, and we don't have much time left, another eight or ten minutes at the most. Imagine this. One time Sayyiduna al-Hassan says to Sayyidina al-Husayn in their strength and youth, وَدَدْتُ أَنَّ لِي بَعْضَ شِدَّةِ قَلْبِكَ Al-Hassan saying to Al-Hussein alayhi masalam Allah وَدَدْتُ لَوْ أَنَّ لِي بَعْضَ شِدَّةِ قَلْبِكَ I wished sometimes I had some of the strength of your heart. And Al-Hussein replies alayhi salam فَيَقُولُ Al-Hussein وَأَنَا وَدَدْتُ أَنَّ لِي بَعْضَ مَا بُسِطَ مِنْ لِسَانِكَ وَأَنَا وَدَدْتُ أَنَّ لِي بَعْضَ مَا بُسِطَ 
min lisanik. This meaning in here, wallahu ta'ala alam, those who know the seerah of Sayyidina al-Hassan, as Sayyidina al-Hussein says to him, and I wished and loved that I had some of that ease and that eloquence and that gentleness that runs of words on your tongue. Because Al-Hasan alayhi radhwanullahi wasalamu was very forbearing. He, his tongue would never utter a word that is harsh. Never. To the worst of those who were in conflict with him. To the worst even of his enemies. His tongue was always beautiful, soft, filled with dhikr Allah Azza wa Jal. His qalb was very, very rafiq, very gentle, very soft. Alayhi radhwanullahi wa salamu. You know, listen to this. Many of you know the unfortunate occurrences in some of our Islamic history. Qadaullahi wa qadaru. Keep that in mind. Allah is Hakim. Allah knows. And Allah had willed. And we have to have the right attitude. The attitude of those who are not even worthy the dust under the sandals of these companions of Rasulullah And most of all, those companions who are of Ahli Bayti. نبوه رسولنا صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم during that part of history after سيدنا علي رضي الله تعالى عنه died killed by treacherous fool and he's with Allah and that's enough that's enough of justice he was the khalifa of the mu'mineen Sayyiduna al-Hasan after that and that's haqq for about seven months and some say seven months and eleven days to be exact and there were conflicts. People have changed some of them. There were conflicts still going on and spilled over from before. As there were between Muawiyah and Sayyidina Mawlana Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu arda. And he was the Khalifa. But then, as things exacerbated, and things were very difficult and conflicts continued and people were ready for more bloodshed many people some people are ready to spill blood easily sometimes thinking they are right sometimes thinking for the right cause being moved by something internal that sometimes is not always justifiable strength and power and sometimes even by sense of misguided justice he in that position he gives up 
خلافة معاوية He was with 12,000 men ready to fight. And then he observed and he continued and observed and thought and pondered and he saw that this is going to continue. More bloodshed will result. And the other side was willing to fight also. Many in the other side were willing to do so and to spill more blood for something they believed was right. And Allah knows who was right. But in this case, certainly the side of Ahlul Bayti Rasulullah, of Al-Hassan, of Ali, alayhim salam as far as Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah all are concerned, that was the right side. But what the attitude should be, that's a different issue. This is the attitude of Mawlaya wa Sayyidi. Al-Hassan alayhi salamullahi wa radhwanu. He says, Inna Allah qad wallaka ya mu'awiya hadha al-hadith. Likhayrin ya'lamuhu indak aw lisharrin ya'lamuhu feek. And he looked at him and says, Wala'allahu fitnatun lakum wa mata'un ila heen. And he gave up the khilafah to stop shedding blood. Allah said, He has given you this, wallak, now you are responsible, ya Mu'awiyah, for something good that Allah knows you have, or something evil Allah knows you are. And he recited, قوله تعالى, لَعَلَّهُ فِنْتَةٌ لَكُمْ وَمَتَاعٌ إِلَى حِينٌ This could be just a fitna, and a mata'ah, and in enjoyment for a brief time to stop what was going on. After that, some people who wanted to fight and they thought they were right also, used to call him some of them and look at what he had to go through. Ya muzil al-mu'mineen. Call him. Ya muzil al-mu'mineen. Oh, you humiliator of the believers. In other words, you should not have done what you had done. You humiliated us. It was about who wins. He says, La Allah. La Allah. He says, Karetu an aqtulakum min ajlil mulk. No, no, he said, I disliked, I hated to spill your blood to use you and spill your blood for power. That was Al-Hassan. Not only that, he's a man with extreme forbearance. Hada, hada, Rayhanatu Rasulillah, ma'akhihi al-Husayn, Rayhanatu Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was also poisoned as the cause of his death. Al-Hassan, alayhi salamullah, was poisoned. And when he knew he was poisoned and he was going to die and people were visiting him, he said when his brother, the hib also of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyiduna Mawlana al-Husayn came to visit him, 
when he heard that he is sick and that he drank poison or he ate poison, he came to him and said to him, what did this, who did this to you? He said, I have been poisoned many times before. And Allah saved him. It was not time. And he held it and he did not divulge. But this one he said is going to be the meaning of what he said, the last one. This is it. Al-Hussein alayhi salam says to him, who did that to you, my brother? Hussein remember, kana qalbuhu shadidan, he was strong in heart. Who did this to you? Al-Hassan says, why? So that you kill him? He said, yes. He said, no, I will not tell you. If it is whom I think it is, Allah is stronger in his justice. And if it is not, I would not like anybody innocent to die because of me. Not only that, and he left the wasiyah These are the characteristics of the household of Rasulullah We need so much of that in our times. In his wasiyah, he says to his brother, Please bury me alongside my grandfather. My father, that is my grandfather. Next to Nabiullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, because I did ask a Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha before, because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is buried in her quarters, in her house, in her room, with a roof. And she accepted. When I die, ask permission from her again, lest she had said that out of haya out of bashfulness in my presence. And if she accepts again, then bury me next to my grandfather, next to my father, that is Muhammad alayhi salatullahi And he said, unless they do not allow you, and he knows what he was talking about, unless they do not allow you, and they would be ready to spill blood, لِأَنَّ الْقَوْمَ أَسْرَعُ إِلَى fitna. People now, these people now are so in a hurry to enter into fitna. Anything leads to draw your sword and kill. If they want to do that, and they want to stop you by the sword, accept that. Please don't fight. He knows Al-Hussein alayhi salam. Please don't do that. That's my wasiyah to you. Bury me with the, with the believers. And indeed, they went to Sayyidah Aisha. They asked her again. She said, Naam wa karama. Yes, with all pleasure and dignity. But others did not allow. Marwan and others of Bani Umayyah did not allow in their differences that had existed and unfortunately boiled down to even that level. And they would not allow Al-Hassan to be buried next to his father. But he left the wasiyah, he knew that. And Al-Hussein wanted alayhi salam to fight. 
How dare you do that? And he was reminded by Abdullah ibn Ja'far ibn Abi Talib radiallahu ta'ala anhu majma'een and by Abu Hurayr radiallahu ta'ala he was reminded of the wasiyah of his brother. Please, please remember he said don't spill blood because of me. And yes, he complied and he was buried alayhi ridwanullahi wa salamuhu inna al-baqiyah next to his mother. Fatima, Ummu Abiha, alayhi salamullahi wa ridwana, finally. Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu ta'ala knew all along the fate of his children. He knew the fate of Al-Husayn alayhi salamullah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam knew the fate of Al-Husayn alayhi ridwanullahi wa salamuh. The ahadith are prolific, sahih and hasan and da'if, related by Imam Ahmad, related by Imam Al-Hakim fil Mustadrak, and many others, rahimahullah ta'ala, and Al-Tabarani, Abu Nu'im, and so on. And they all point towards the following, that Rasulullah was informed by Jibreel on one occasion and on another occasion by a special angel that never came down from heavens before that Al-Husayn would be killed after him And he saw that in another vision that is, Rasulullah saw that in a dream. And he was shown the very turba, the very earth where his blood would be spilled. And he was told it would be in Iraq. And in another hadith, even in Karbala. And in one of those reports, he awoke, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And in his hand, awoke, and in his hand, dust, red of color. These are all reported by Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'a, radiallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'een. Mahabbatu al-mu'mini li ahli bayti Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is unconditional. The hub of a mu'min to the household for the household of Rasulullah is unconditional. The hub for the companions of Rasulullah those who are especially described by the ulama in the hadith by Rasulullah and who had very special relations with them, that hub is an unconditional. All of the Sahaba, Ridwanullah ta'ala anhum, the proper attitude, the proper attitude, the safe attitude is to love all of them. They are grander than me and you, even in their differences. Their differences will be settled by Allah Azza wa Jal, and Allah is Hakamun Adl, and Allah is just, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Allah is just and what had occurred 
amongst them had occurred in accordance to his, to his eternal knowledge, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and his eternal will. So we leave that to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to him belongs infinite justice. And also his, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is arhamur rahimin wa rahmati wasi'at kulla shay. My loving mercy encompasses everything. Who is this one who says, Allah shall not grant rahmah to X and to Y? Who are you? Who are we to say, Allah does not grant rahmah to X and to Y? Who said that to you? Did he say that to you? Did his Rasul say that to you? said Allah in the hadith Qudsi my loving mercy precedes competes ahead of my justice my anger subhanahu wa ta'ala we leave that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we do not taint, stain and taint ourselves to the extent of becoming one who, of those who simply continue the uninterrupted, unfortunate uh, episodes of anger and of hate. Love is more difficult to have, to give, and to uphold than hate. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammadin wa ala alihi al-tahirin al-tayyibin min dhurriyatihi wa azwajihi wa banatihi wa jami'i alihi al-ashrafi al-tayyibin salatan daimatan bidawamik la tanqat'u abada wa la tafna sarmada ولا تنحصر عددا ولا تنقص مددا والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته اللهم صل على الحبيب محمد يا رب صل عليه وسلم